Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo. Just occurred to me, by the way, we did not discuss at all what we were talking about. We'll just get right into that, though, in a few minutes. I just At this point, two and a half years in, I've known you for, what, seven, eight years? Yeah. I just trust you. It's like a trust fall. Yeah. it's like I'm going to catch you. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's kind of like you're DiCaprio, I'm Kate Winslet or whatever, and we're just king of the world up on front of the boat, and I just, I just trust you. <laughs> 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 You're here. There's nothing I fear. Enough. <laughs> Just don't draw me like one of your French. No, guys. God, no. <laughs> Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm. <laughs> Uh, or wherever it is you get podcasts from, we appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our who may have just abandoned ship right there. No pun intended. Uh, we appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our service men. I'm not there uh, taking care of us. You're right. Just yeah, get the abandoned ship joke. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> Thank our sponsors who are rethinking their financial commitments right Actually, now. Actually, what I was thinking about was there's someone serving our country right now that we just did that to. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Strange Fruit Coffee House. Strange Fruit Coffee House. Churning Spoon Ice Cream. Hopes Joel did not go to Strange Brew today. He is still banned for the rest of the week. Uh, But you aren't, and you can certainly head by there today. If you live in Starkville or if you're in Tupelo, you can go over to Brupolo and pick up one of their classic drinks, hot or cold. They've got you taken care of. And, of course, for the best in frozen treats, there's Churning Spoon Ice Cream. Don't forget to visit Strange Brew's Shopify page this holiday season and you get the coffee lover in your life. Some stuff that they can just bring the coffee right home to you. You don't have to worry about making those trips, especially if you live out of town. So many people from Star will talk about how Strange Brew is on their must-do list when they come back. Well, you can bring it right to your house with the My Shopify page at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner, let's see what the specials are. Don't forget... The Polo special is still going. Just go to collegecornerstore.com. Use the promo code POLO. 30% off your purchase there. Some really great shirts there uh, available to you. Maroon, white, gray, all all the the colors you want to wear. Then there's some black polos there too. Really, really good stuff. And then Black Friday, as you know, uh, in-store only, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. 50% off any apparel. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It goes to 30% off. 2 p.m. to close, 20% off. So you get there early, you get big savings on Black Friday. That is going to be a great one. And then also on a Saturday, that is Small Business Saturday, go online. You can get uh, 25% off any purchase with the coupon code SMALLBIZ, small space B-I-Z, at collegecornerstore.com. 25% off any purchase. So these are some tremendous deals at College Corner. All summer long, you should have been buying gift cards, and using the, this is the time to use them because now there's big savings available to you. So don't forget, 
Polo sale. Polo is the coupon code. It's good through Friday. Black Friday itself. Get there at 7 a.m. for 50% off any purchase on apparel. And then this Saturday, 25% off the entire store. Coupon code SMALLBIZ. All of this at collegecornerstore.com. Those Black Friday sales, by the way, in-store only. We are almost to the, the new year. That means it is time for 2021. It's time to leave this terrible year behind, and I suggest you do that with a call to Advantage Business Systems to put your business at the forefront of technology for 2021 and beyond. Advantage Business Systems is a great solution if you're looking to figure out how to make things more efficient around your office. They've got ideas. They've got the, the, the management of documents, of, of technology, of everything you need to make sure your business is running at peak efficiency. Call them today, 844-833-6245, or visit them online at absms.com to find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. We are Monday of Egg Bowl week, which means I have developed a small facial tick. My, my eye is twitching. Just it is moving. It's a little bit, a little bit. We'll be we'll be onto a full you know kick tomorrow and then you know my hand will start shaking on Saturday and it will be all right we'll get there. Uh, we got to talk about what happened Saturday and how it's going to apply to this Saturday. We got to talk about you know is this the moment right? Is this the launching point? Because here's what I would believe. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. It's great to get that effort. Mm-hmm. You're you're way out, man. Top fifteen team. Ton of NFL guys on the road. You did about. You really did do about as good as you could have done. This weekend, you were playing a team that, for all their offensive bravado, has a defense that is one of the worst in the history of the SEC. It's really bad. Ole Miss has not been good on defense since 2015, and this year might be the worst. Joel, it almost feels like. I'm not saying it's a must-win or anything, because you're 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 two and five. Yeah, but to really seal the deal on the idea of set last Saturday was the launching point. The this is where they move forward from here. Is that enough to to push them to a win this Saturday? Is it enough? No, but it sure feels like it's possible now. Whereas a week ago, it did not even. Look, I'll be honest, a week ago, I didn't think it was possible State could win the Egg Bowl. Right. Like, I, I just about wrote it off completely. Whereas now, you go in, and I'm not saying State will win the game, but you do now feel like they got a not just a shot, a realistic shot, a very realistic shot to win the game. I don't know that what happened last Saturday, that they have to win this Saturday to cement the fact that they're improving or getting better or whatever. Um, because quite honestly, the offense could go out there against Ole Miss's, as you said, not good defense, uh, and move the ball down the field quickly, easily, score a lot of points. And I kind of wonder if the defense can hold their own against Ole Miss, because Ole Miss, for all, all the good, you know I mean, the defense struggled last week against Georgia that didn't exactly run a, a quick-paced tempo-based offense. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss going to be a little quicker out there, right? For for offense, yeah. They want to yeah. run a lot of tempo, yeah. And, I mean, if you're if you're not deep defensively, it stands to reason that you may get worn down quick. I, I just wonder if this might be the game where the defense just kind of really, really 
has their back up against the wall. Because with lack of depth, the, not just Ole Miss's stout offense, but the tempo in which they play, do you just run out of energy and run out of manpower and run out of depth? And where even if Will Rogers and Dylan Johnson and Jaden Wally and fill in the blank with your favorite offensive stars have big games, State just can't defensively keep them in it. And with, you know, I would have not agreed with that prior to this Georgia game because I saw the way Georgia was able to pass the football. And I know that Corral and that group are a little sharper. I don't know if they're more talented, but they're sharper because they've been doing it all year versus Daniels and those guys are just starting to get their timing together. So, yeah, but I think, as I said on yesterday's show, I think the, the plan for State has got to be the reverse, right? we got to stop the pass. We'll pressure Corral when we can, but we're going to try to make them beat us running the football. Um, for me, what I had to see on Saturday was the offense be productive. Because I feel like if you're productive against Georgia, which is a great defense, then you can be productive against Ole Miss, which is just not as good. If you can score 24 in Athens, you, you can, can score, score 42 or more in You Oxford. can score 30-plus at least. And then you can trust your defense. I, mean, I trust Mississippi State's defense to not give up 50 points. I trust them to be better than South Carolina. South Carolina scored 42 points. They can't do anything. That's one of the worst teams in the country. And they scored 42 points running really basic run plays. So you feel like State can, can score... And you know, I trust them not to give up 59 points. Now, they, they are, it's going to be a challenge, <clears throat> excuse me, for sure, because you're, you're just you're just thin in the secondary. you got four cornerbacks right now. Almost wants to go four and five wide and spread the field, you know, and make you run all over the field. You're going to run into some issues, no, no doubt about it. But again, with Arnett, he has been so good this year with the scheming that I just I feel like there's just there's got to be a level of confidence there. For me, um, is it if you lose? Is it enough to beat Missouri? Do you sort of, to fit to get people back on board a little bit? Is is a win sort of necessary here, or, or is it just if, if you just have another good performance but you lose? The problem is the final three teams on the schedule aren't really teams to where you can just feel good about hanging in, right? Like at Georgia, uh, a, a team that coming into the year had national championship aspirations, and goodness gracious, if they played JT Daniels all year, they may be the national champion. Who knows? We'll never know the answer to that question. Um, but against Georgia, they are the caliber of an opponent, kind of like an Alabama would be, that just hanging in the game with them is kind of a win. Yeah. I don't know that, in fact, I don't think any of the final three games of the year are such to where you can have those, whether you like it or not, moral victories. I, I don't think you're, I don't think there's a play it close against Ole Miss, Missouri, or Auburn and just have a moral victory. All, Auburn is the closest. Auburn is the closest one, yeah. In that if bunch. you lose a close game to Auburn, nobody's going to be mad at you. But I do kind of feel like you got to get one of them. Yeah. To, to kind of feel like the effort that you saw in Athens is justified. Because it, if they go out and lay three eggs here down the stretch, yeah. Then what happened in Athens means nothing. Means nothing. Um, if what happened in Athens is followed by an egg bowl win, mm-hmm. I think every, oh, everybody's I, back on board. Yeah, I think it's kind of it's irrelevant. Something happened with Moorhead. Something yeah. happened to Joe that you know he went into the egg bowl and everybody was like, oh, I don't know about this, and you know how's it going to work. He crushes Ole Miss, 
He he gets into an argument with their athletic director. He calls them out in the press conference, and everybody is. I am telling you, fully on board again. Everybody was back on board with Joe Moorhead after the Egg Bowl until he played, and Iowa. then he played Iowa, and everybody then, Which, then, then so killed him. I'll ask you the question: What if State goes to Oxford, gets the win, and then lays an egg against Auburn, Missouri? Is everybody kind of yeah, like, what the heck? They still are. They still are. They're still on board. Or yeah, they're, they're like, still, what the still heck? on board. Still on board. Why because, is it different? Because it's a conference game. It's an SEC game. You lose to Auburn. There's, I mean, there's no shame in that. Now Missouri is a little different. Yeah, and I think they could beat. If they beats Ole Miss, I'm going to think they can beat Missouri. Yeah. I'm with you. But it's an SEC game. And, man, if that happens, they're four and six, right? What you said, coming into the year. And then, you know, if you just listen to me. <laughs> Who is never wrong. <laughs> okay. hope my wife's not listening. Because <laughs> uh, if we had a phone line, she'd be burning it up right now. <laughs> um, I do think State needs to win this weekend. I saw, you know, Brian CTP is a guy on Twitter who I really agree with a lot. And for dry humor, there's just not anybody better. Shout out to that guy. But he was talking about how he felt like State had nothing to lose in this game. First of all, I don't think there's ever an Egg Bowl where you have nothing to lose. There's always a trophy on the line. There's always bragging rights. That is something to lose. But State has something to lose. If, if they go out and get handled by Ole Miss, you know, it, it throws everybody back into what, where they were Last Friday, we're like, I don't know where this team is going. I don't know if it's going to work, so on and so forth. So it's not that there's nothing to lose, but do they have less to lose than Ole Miss? Yeah, sure, because Ole Miss is, you know, we're on the way up. Kiffin's going to take us past Mississippi State. Ten-point favorite or so. Yeah, and if they lose, everybody's going to be like, you couldn't beat State's worst team in a decade. Like, the last two times State has gone to Oxford with a losing record, if State wins this game, they will have won in 16 and this year. So, yeah, there's a lot on the line for Mississippi State. It just feels like to me that you you had the plucky underdog moment, right? But now you've got to find a way to win a game. And this is the one that everybody wants you to win. So, you know, talking, you know, we heard what Leach had to say today. Obviously a very short press conference for some reason. Don't know why. Um, you know, you think rivalry week, he'd be up there waxing poetic for about 30 minutes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but you know, he talked about it's sort of the same same old story, right? You, you know, he's going to hear about the egg ball every day, and you know, but Joe Moorhead did, and so did Dan Mullen, and so did Sylvester Crewman, and, and going all the way back to you know whenever they started playing for this trophy. It's important. I don't think Leach lets on that he knows it's important, but I think that he does know that it's important. And I think he knows that it's more important than the Apple Cup ever was, despite the fact that he, he mixed them up today. You know, one of the knocks on Houston Nutt back in the day was that he never really kind of embraced. I think it was a knock ball. on Kroom, too. I think Kroom um, was more concerned about beating Alabama than beating Ole Miss. I'm not disagreeing with you, but how do you know Leach isn't in that mold? Of, I don't. Okay, you're right. You're right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> but I have to think that he is smart enough. Leach is a smart guy. He's smart enough to know that I could go, you know, I could finish this year four and six, and then I could, you know, go eight and four, and then eight and four. But if I'm 0 and three against Ole Miss, nobody's going to want to keep me around. He's, he has to know that. Whereas at Washington State, even though he's losing to Washington every year, nobody really cared. Now, part of that is the, and as we talked about before on the show, Washington is a much bigger program, it's a higher tier program. It would be like Mississippi State and Alabama. You can be 0-3 against Alabama. 
Yep. You can't really be 0-3 against Ole Miss and, and hope to be and hope to have a fan base that is going to want to keep you around. You know, they, they this fan base wants to be Ole Miss. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, so many people get so worked up about this rivalry and they talk about, you know, it's just, you know, it's just too it's just it should just be another game. Of course, Ole Miss fans are already starting the leave the trophy on the field stuff, which worked out so great for them last year when they talked about it. You got the Ole Miss football account taking shots at Mississippi State on Twitter. Which I thought, hey, great! Are they finally going to admit it? Are they finally going to admit that it's a rivalry? Is that happening? I'm getting worked up here. <laughs> so, do, you, do you think? Because I, I wrote about this a little bit today, but th- we're kind of getting off the final score train here and just talking about the intensity of the game. But yeah, we talked about this when Joe Moorhead and Matt Luke were the coaches. Like, hey, you know, the intensity is going to go down a notch. And then they about get, well, they do get in a like fight on a the field. And, and then Elijah Moore hikes his leg and everybody gets canned. Urination simulation. Yeah. By the way, only you can help. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. We've pa- we're, we're past the one year anniversary of that. Or maybe just coming up on it. Something like that. Either yeah. way, uh, do you feel like, and I, I know we asked this back when they were both hired, but is this rivalry going to be different now? Is it going to be a little bit like, the edge kind of off just here, a little here, bit? Here's what I would say to that. No. It, it might be between the two head coaches, right? You don't have Mullen and Freeze who literally did not like each other anymore. I don't think Moorhead and Luke had any personal issues. I know Leach and Kiffin are actually friends. But if you're asking me if Joe Blow MSU fan and Joe Blow Ole Miss fan are going to suddenly like, why don't you stop by the tailgate and it'll be cool and we can, you know, it's it's No! Never! Never. Yeah. It will never happen. Anybody talking about it needs to stop because you're just blowing hot air out of your mouth for no reason. It will never subside in intensity. These two schools are going to despise each other until the end of time. When Gabriel blows his horn, that's when we can all go back to getting along. I, I agree with you from a fan base standpoint. What I'm and what for I, the team, the team's well, hate see, each see, other. That's, that's what I. That's what I'm curious about because you had a and a guy like Mullen that had the countdown clock that yeah. they had to see all season long, yeah. counting down to the Egg Bowl. You, you had constant reminders for these guys. The Egg Bowl's coming. I kind of doubt that Mike Leach has mentioned the Egg Bowl much at all this season. I, 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 I agree with that, but I bet the team, the players, are mentioning it. Yeah. You know, the Mississippi kids, certainly. But Errol Thompson's a guy who's going to talk about the Egg Bowl and the importance of it and things like that. They walk past that trophy every day. Will <laughs> Rogers was an Ole Miss kid growing yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, these guys know. You know, there was a fight in 18. The, 19, when State uh, when they missed the extra point, State ran. I mean, Jerry and Jones <laughs> ran across the field to let Ole Miss know how he felt. They almost had a brawl there. I mean, it's ne- it's never going to die down. I don't care who the two coach. The two head coaches could be Joel Coleman and Chris Coleman, brothers. <laughs> and he went to Ole Miss for a semester, by the way. He's their coach. Then I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to saddle you with that. But it's never going to die down. It's never going to die down. So just embrace it. As long as we're not you know killing trees or you know murdering mascots or anything, then it's fine to have a little bit of hate in your heart for your rival. It's okay. You know, as long as, yeah, can it go too far? Absolutely it can. And those people who go too far, they know who they are. But if you're just somebody on, who's like, I don't like Ole Miss. I shouldn't have to. And that's why this weekend, you know, you, if you're a Mississippi State fan, you saw you saw the improvement, now you want to see some results. Yeah. That's how, that's a, you, you, that's how the, that should go, right? Improvement leads to results. 
You want results this weekend. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you've seen improvement. Now you want results. You want to win the Egg Bowl trophy back. You want to be able to tell Mississippi State, we're, we're back ahead of you now. If you're Mississippi State, you want to say, no chance. We're still ahead and we're going to stay that way. Makes for a very interesting uh, Saturday for us uh, in Oxford. Speaking of that... You've got me pumped up, man. I want to watch the game. Let's wish it well, was on right now. Well, speaking of that, obviously you saw, and we're going to talk about our picks in just a second, uh, <laughs> the SEC has moved some games around. Tennessee, Vanderbilt postponed. Missouri, Arkansas postponed. Tennessee, or Vanderbilt's now playing uh, Missouri. They did not postpone the Egg Bowl. If you recall... Two weeks ago, the Auburn game had already been postponed by the time Joel and I did a podcast on uh, on Monday. Yeah. So, well, the clocks run out because they have to make those adjustments by eight p.m. on Mondays. Well, they have to make those adjustments for yes. like schedule adjustments, but they could cancel it. I they guess. still could cancel yes. the game because there's still another COVID test to come. Yes. <coughs> I guess and, there's two. There's two COVID tests to come. Two yeah. Tuesday, today, and then Thursday. And uh, I guess, man. State, if they're just under the 53, they'll play it. It has it's, to it's it's gotta be position, position groups. groups. Exactly. Yeah. As long as Will Rogers is healthy and they've got the linemen, they're going to go play. Game on. So, could be fewer guys than last week. We'll see. But, you know, that's, I think right right now, if you said, are we going to play? I would say, yeah. State's, State and Ole Miss are going to hammer it out on Saturday. All right, let's move on into our SEC picks. Brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Thanksgiving coming up. Hopefully you have already placed your order. You might still have time to place a last-minute order, so be sure and give those guys a call today for a whole prime rib or a whole beef tenderloin. And, hey, if you missed it for Thanksgiving, certainly for Christmas, that's a a fantastic idea. You're not beholden to the turkey. The turkey does not hold sway on Christmas Day. I love a Christmas turkey. Don't get me wrong. But if Joel says, hey, come over to my house on Christmas Day, I'm having a prime rib. Buddy, I'll bring you a gift. Even you know, <laughs> I'll show up with a Santa hat on. Bring, bring, bring Christmas cheer. So that could be you. You could be that person right there. Of course, all sorts of great. Yeah, look, if you just want to cook a steak, if you just want to cook a roast, man, Welcome Home Beef has got you taken care of. You need to call them today: 662-268-8148, or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. And also, you know, this holiday season, they ship just about anywhere in the state of Mississippi. You want to ship some steaks or. A, Big hunk of meat to somebody you love. What? Nothing says I love you like a big hunk of meat. That's all I'm saying. So give them a call today. Visit them online or stop by the store on University Drive. I promise you one thing when it comes to Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. This would normally be the end right here. This would normally be where I'd have to make a move. As it is, we've got at least two more weeks of games and maybe three. So. I, I think you're going to have... Through the 19th. There's going to be some games on the There'll 19th. There'll be some games on the 19th, yeah. including the SEC Championship game. Um, we've never added the SEC Championship game to the, to the contest. We but if, should. If there are other games being played, Plus, I feel like that should be should be one of the games. I'm with you. Okay. All right, so the SEC has already updated the webpage. Vanderbilt at Missouri. V- Vandy has played – I know this sounds weird. They've played well enough, though. I think Mason might get to keep, get keep his job. Seals looks like a promising young quarterback – they still. Pl- I know. I, I I made the whole speech about you know playing hard should not be a positive, but when you're winless, I, I can sort of see it. Am I seeing this correctly? I'm looking at the odds on the ESPN website, and it says Vandy is favored by one. Correct. Vandy is a one point favorite. 
according to the Caesar Sports. Part of that might ESPN be Missouri has had a lot of COVID issues. They might just be missing players. Maybe, but man, can you? Vandy is Vandy, despite losing. Yeah, they, they scored. They lost by three to Kentucky. They hung with State. They they hung with Florida a little hung bit. With Florida a little bit. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick Missouri. Yeah, I am as well. All right. Uh, nothing says rivalry like Florida Kentucky. Was it 39 and one something like that? <coughs> Excuse me. Over the last 40 years, um, have I, I taken I, the Gators? I, I was about to. S- have I taken the Gators this year? I didn't take them against Ole Miss. I didn't take them last week against Vandy. I didn't take you them. You took them against, against Arkansas, didn't you? Didn't we both take them against Arkansas? Yeah. No. Yeah. We. No. No. I didn't double. Remember? But did I not double because I had picked up Florida already? We do this every week. We do it every week. I don't think I've take, taken Florida. I don't know if I have or not. But I, I was going to here if I haven't. I'm trying to remember. You took Florida against Arkansas. You doubled. That's I'll, why you're I'll ahead take, of me. I'll take your word for it. I, I know that's right. Okay. I'm trying to remember, did I take Florida? Let me see Florida's schedule. And I'll, I, if, I, if, I, if I look at it, I'll be able to tell. <laughs> there's, there's somebody right now saying, who cares? Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's stuff on the line here. Okay, I didn't pick them against Ole Miss in week one. Did I take them against South Carolina? I don't know if you did it. I'll tell you what, if you're going to double, I'm not going to go back and li- listen. I'll let you have them, right, whatever. I'm going to double then. So there's a chance for me to get back in. I'll take Florida. We'll both take the Gators, but I am going to double. And I, uh, Yeah, I can't. You I can't. Guess. I know you took them against Arkansas. You doubled. Auburn, Alabama in the Iron Bowl. I think we'll both go with the Crimson Tide here. Yep. All right. LSU, Texas A&M. Have you doubled uh, on A&M? A&M? Yeah, I doubled against them against Vandy in week one. That's right. So you can't do that there. Who Have I taken A&M? You know, this game, though, you never know. So I'll just take A&M to win. I'm not going to take them to, to – to, 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 I'm not going to double there. And then I know I've taken Georgia. Georgia, South Carolina, we'll both take Georgia. So we all have the, we have the same picks across the board here. Yeah, we're all both taking Vander. We're both taking Missouri, both taking Florida, both taking Alabama, both taking Texas A and M, and both taking Georgia. But I will double on Florida. So if Florida wins, we will. I will be tied with Joel. That's where we are. All right. Do you want to do something the last through and take out the double because I can't remember who's doubled with what. So be. So after this, this week, this is the last week. After this week, this should have been the last week of the season anyway. Right? Yeah. All right. Because I, I, you're right. I, 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 we, we, we did a poor job of keeping up with it. And and next year I will do better. And if it goes chalk, like I think it will, we're going to be tied after this week, yeah. and we'll go down the stretch. It'll be a reset. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we've got lined up this week for uh for the show. Well, not just for the show, but it's just some extra content. I've got interviews lined up with, for, for from a reporter standpoint. Ben Garrett. God, I'm sorry. I know. I hate subjecting you to him. Uh, also, Michael Borky will join us. First time with us on the podcast, uh, but he'll join us. And then from a player standpoint, I've got two interviews lined up. Robert Bean, who I think has one of the most interesting Egg Bowl careers ever. 2-0, and and both of them are the probably the two most important MSU wins in Egg Bowl history. Winning the SEC 98 and 99. Yeah. And then back with us after a long hiatus, Chad Bumpus will join the show now that he's not actively coaching. <laughs> shout out Chad's mom. Shout out. Hey, mama. <laughs> I'm going to get a shout out to Chad's mom while I'm talking to him. Um, he's going to join us. So always a lot of fun there. I've got some feelers out for some other interviews as well. So hopefully we can get those guys on the show. want to put out a lot of. 
We're just going to call them TNL Egg Bowl memory segments, where we're going to let those guys talk about some of their favorite moments from the Egg Bowl and that they played in, and so on and so forth. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, I can get a lot more of those than just those two guys. But if it's just those two, those are two good guys to get. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Joel and I'll be back with you on Wednesday. Which is oh, the day of basketball. Also, it's the rumblings tomorrow. That's right. So, Joel, if you want to go ahead and send that tweet, get us your Egg Bowl-related questions. We have a stipulation this year, though. Every question, I want to know what your favorite Thanksgiving food is. So, you have to put that in the tweet. If you don't put that in your tweet, I will not ask your question. Simple as that. So, if you love sweet potato pie, put it in there. You like if you, if you got something unusual, if you got something unusual, especially I want to hear about it. Something else, something off the beaten Thanksgiving path. Guys, have a great Wednesday, Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday for Joel T. Coleman, Woo! where the T will stand for Thanksgiving this week. Yeah, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening. To, thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.